Um, first, I want to thank everyone for supporting me during my situation. It really, I really appreciate it a lot. Um, so I just want to thank you all for supporting me. That means a lot to me. Um, that you guys care and everything. That really, I really appreciate it. Um, secondly, I like to say that like what this is the topics I'm going to be talking about. So as it's a podcast episode, I'm going to try and inspire people because I think it's important to inspire people in every situation. Um, so I think especially people going through what I'm going through. So basically, I'm going to talk about death, gun violence, what I've been going through, statistics, thoughts, lessons, all of that. So that's what I'm going to be talking about today. And I really appreciate all of you guys for showing up for this. And if you guys can't make it the whole time, I appreciate it um, for just even stopping by. Um, but it'll be as a podcast episode. So let's just get straight into it. In the last year and a month, so like September 30th, so now, I actually went through a lot of good stuff. You know, I think you guys know about the good stuff. But I, there's been a lot of bad stuff, too, that I didn't talk about. So first, um, I had an ACL surgery on my left knee. I used to play, well, I played soccer and track. Um, but I injured it, and so I had to go through my ACL surgery. Um, and a lot of people don't, are not able to, or don't return back to sports after that. But I um, return back to sports, thank goodness. But, um, yeah, so then I had less – I couldn't play sports. I couldn't play soccer and track. Um, and so I, for months I was just going through physical therapy for that. And um, I had a lot of extra time, and that's how I, I actually got to NFTs and explored that a lot. I was able to join communities and stuff. Um, I had also, like, right after ACL surgery, I got an eye infection. Then I got strep throat. Then I got COVID. And I remember, like, telling my mom, and I don't even, like, I'm not – I would say I'm. I would say I'm not very emotional, but but I remember telling my mom that like I just felt very depressed, like because it seemed like every time something bad happened, I got over it. Something else bad would happen. So like, this was all like maybe three months. It was from, like, September to Jan- to early January, like, January 3rd. And it was from the ACL surgery to an eye infection, strep throat, to COVID. It was just so many different things. Um, it just kept going back to back. So I felt like that was hard. Like, because every time I got through something bad, something bad happened again. So, actually, my first podcast episode was actually kind of just on that situation. Where it's like, it's like, um, the devil would try and get you. Um, like, he can't prevent you from your blessings. Well, like, he can't prevent you from the blessings that will happen to you. He can only try and, like, throw obstacles in the way. So, all you have to do is persevere. And if you guys follow me on Instagram, I actually, like, there's this song that I really liked where it's, like, um, like, I'm trying to work toward these, towards these blessings, but the devil keeps interfering. Everybody goes through something, but it's all about perseverance. Like, that means a lot. That sums it up pretty much. And, like... Another thing I realized, looking back on that, well, I'll go to the positive things that happened after that. So, I made $10,000 selling NFTs, which was crazy. It was because I had extra time, and I maximized it. I maximized my situation, as Kowski would say. Um, and I did, like, use it for bad things. A lot of kids, when they can't play sports, they'll do bad things for attention. And I, I just did something else. I just dived deeper into other passions I kind of had. Um so I made 10K selling NFTs. I gained a lot of friends on Twitter. I think like you can tell like all of you guys showing up to support me. I gained a lot of 
friends on Twitter. Um, and, and so that was another good thing. Um, I So you also probably know about me going to VCon. You probably met me at VCon. So I had... Um, I went on vacation to Minneapolis, Minnesota, and went to VCon, and was able to meet Gary Vee, um, Logan Paul, Lynn Payne, um, and many other celebrities at VCon, and many other people who, like, bought my artwork and things, um, so that was really cool. I ate at a five-star restaurant for the first time, and it was at Ruth Chris with my dad and my sister, um, so that was good as well, um, but when I, looking back on it, what I can realize is that, like, it always gets harder before you level up. So, like, all those things that happened to me, um, if I would have stopped or, like, gave up or just went on the wrong path, then I wouldn't have gotten any of those blessings that I just, that I got. And so, what you have to realize is that, you have to realize that you have to be able to persevere to get the blessings and that, it's always going to be like a bad thing before you can get those blessings. And that's the first podcast episode. It's about those two things. And so, um, same thing's going to happen to me right now. Like I hope to like, just continue to, to do good. Um, so also I returned back to soccer track and sustained my place on the teams, even after the surgery and time off. So I was happy about that. And, um, that was able to like to, to return back to my level. Um, I also got an Instagram, um, and got connected with a lot of people I also got semi-injured, like, a little while ago with my, I got an ankle joint infusion, um, which basically my ankle wasn't sprained, but it was similar to it in my left ankle, so then I had to stop soccer for a little while, and then most recently, my dad, um, he died, and he was shot and killed, um, last Friday, so that was that, and it was really hard, and, um, actually the day of his death, I made this. Of, of all the bad things that happen, all the good things that happen, because I know it's important to not get, because at the moment, at the time, I knew that I was just thinking about all the bad things, probably, so I need to make sure that I'm looking at the good things, too, um, and I wrote the lesson, the number one takeaway from all of it, under my notes, under all of this, was one of the hardest things to realize is that you need pain and growth, it's necessary for everything, actually, before it all happened, um, um, like, before, when, like, just a little while ago, maybe just a couple of weeks before this happened, I was thinking, like, because I, I know that, like, it takes bad things to get good things. So I was thinking, like, what's the bad thing that's going to happen to me to get whatever good that's going to happen? And I never, this never crossed my mind, but um, that sucked. But, yeah, I that never crossed my mind. Um, I mean, it's kind of crazy. I was literally thinking about that. And then the day of his death, too, I was outside with my sister, and we were talking about, like, how we want to call him to see if he can go to the fair that day. And did he die? <laughs> and also, I mentioned how you went to Ruth Chris, the five-star restaurant, for the first time. With my dad and my sister. And, oh. At the restaurant, I don't know, but it was weird because my dad said that he felt like his time was coming, but I didn't really take it seriously. I didn't. I thought he was just joking, but 
Okay, so now I'll go to the next game. <laughs> so, like, I know that, like, with all that happening in the divorce and um, gun violence, that, like, the statistics are not in my favor. I'm sorry, but I'm a nerd <laughs> and I like to geek out. And so I know that, like, all the statistics basically are saying all the negative stuff that happens. So, basically... Like, 8% of children in the U.S. will experience, like, the death of a parent or sibling by 18 years old. Um, and another thing is, like, most people say losing somebody is the hardest thing they ever had to face, which I agree. Um, and then it says it takes, like, six years before they can move forward. But a lot of people said that, like, the support from the family and friends waned within the first three months following the loss. And so... I just, for anyone who also, like, in the future, maybe somebody's listening to this a couple years later, like, make sure to always check up on them, um, those people, because it actually takes longer than you realize to get over it. Like, you always have these sad moments and stuff. Um, and also, like, a simple gesture that matters a lot, I feel like I agree with this, is, like, to share stories about their loved one. Like, if you knew who it was, you have pictures share stories about their love one, share pictures that I love that my grandmother, she loves pictures and stuff. I never really appreciated pictures that much. Like, I like taking them, but I didn't appreciate them so much until, like, they're gone. So, that, that's, yeah. I think that's important. So, 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 to sum up the lessons is, like, one of the hardest things to realize is that you need pain to grow. It's necessary for everything. It's crazy. It sucks. But pain is necessary for any type of growth, and it sucks. Um, another thing is that with everything, everything that's happened, like, a lot of the odds are not in your favor. Like, for me, I'm strongly probably against the odds compared to most children. So I feel like I have to go hard, harder to, like, kind of beat the odds. So, um I don't know, I sound like a geek, but I am. <laughs> um, one thing I did was, like, I did, so, my dad died Friday. Saturday, um, you know, I've been crying, I was crying all this time, but Sunday, so just two days afterwards, I went to church, I stayed the whole time. Um, I cried, but I still stayed the whole time. I clapped. I was just kept thinking, thinking, like, how can I, like, not do things that I feel like people who wouldn't be successful in a situation like this would do. So that's what I did. I made sure, like, after I started crying at church, I wanted to leave out and go to the bathroom. But I just did it because I don't, I don't want to be, like, I don't want to not be successful because of stuff that happens. I want to keep going because, like, my dad, he, he said he, I would be, like, very successful. So I want to make sure that, that happens. <laughs> Another thing I did was, I did, so, Sunday I went to church, and then, um, I stayed the whole time, and then, Monday, I had school, and so I stayed the whole time at school, I went to school that day, and I stayed the whole time, I cried in, like, every classroom, and I didn't tell anyone what happened, I don't know why, it's hard to bring it up in conversations, and it, it just feels awkward, and, I don't know, so, I went back to school, and I stayed the whole time, and 
there's times of problems. I want to get out of the classroom. One time I did get out of the classroom and left for a little while, but I came straight back and I stayed. And so I'm happy about that. And so I did that and I went to soccer. Like, I kept going. But it's important to also keep going, but not, like, try and avoid your emotions. So, like, I, I like, cried a lot. I visited the memories. I did try and, like, not, like, remember or, like, avoid thinking about it. I made sure I kept thinking about it so that, like, I could, like, not, like, have an emotional breakdown later on, like, just, I don't know, to, like, feel my emotions. I was watching Shark Tank one time, and this person was presenting something, and and she started crying. Kevin O'Leary told her, like, not basically not to cry and make sure look weak. And I think, like, that's totally wrong. Like, you should always cry if you if that's what you need to feel. I think, like, crying relieves stress. And so if you don't cry, basically, you'll be very stressed out. And then if all that stress empties at one time, like, bad things can happen. So I say, like, don't not cry. Like, cry. It's okay to cry. So another thing that helps me, like, when I tore ACL, and I was like, Maybe I'm not going to be able to return to sports or, like, or not at the highest level, right? like, the level I wanted to be at. So, I kind of, when I was fully back, I was like, okay, let me see if there's anybody that um, was successful or, like, did good after they tore the ACL. And so, I searched up celebrities that tore the ACL and were, like, very good at their sport or whatever. Or not celebrities, but, like, good soccer players or good track athletes. So, I did the same thing today, and or not today, but a little while ago. I searched up celebrities that had lost their parents at a young age, and so basically people who are successful. Um, Charlie Steron, I believe. She's a female. I think she, or no, this is a different one, but she was 15 years, 15 years old, same age as me, when she witnessed her mother killing her dad, and she's worth $170 million. Julia Roberts, which I think... Um, I think she played in some movies I watched. I forgot exactly which one. Um, but she's a female. She was two years old when she lost her father of throat cancer. And she's worth two John Lennon, he's a male, was five years old when he lost his father to someone who shot him. And his net worth is $200 million. And others include 50 Cent, Malcolm X, Ellen Pompeo, and some others. Um, so what I would say I wish. Um, I know a lot of people say people feel guilty when this happens or stuff like this happens, I didn't really feel guilty, um, but there's stuff that I did wish, I wish that, like, I knew more about his life under 18, 18 years old to make him to where he was today, um, like, I didn't, I think he, I asked him one time what his favorite color was, I think it's, like, red or black, but I don't totally remember, and at times I tried to ask him, like, kind of, like, why he is the way he is, or, like, questions about his childhood, he expands so much on it, and I kind of wish I, like, pressured him to tell me more, because um, I think, yeah, I wish I, like, could do a little bit more, ask some more questions. I also wish that I tried to get him closer to God. Like, at the end of the day, you realize, like, the most important thing is your relationship with God. And, like, anything can happen, so it's important um, to be close to him and to get everybody you love close to him. So, also wish that we did more fun activities together more often. Like, because um, those, those are things that we play back in my mind when I'm not trying to cry, like, when I'm trying to be happy and joyful, it's, like, thinking about the joyous moments I had, so, you know, it's just a couple of activities that I did, um, and I wish it was more that we did more recently, of course, 
Um, also, the, when I took what he said more seriously, like, I don't know, I didn't take seriously what he said about when he thought his time was coming, like, I don't know, I don't know, I thought he was joking. <laughs> okay, um, so, thoughts on people's condolences? Um, I didn't like, like, people at my school... Um, like, they actually like how I was doing, and, like, no, when I say I did like this, like, I appreciate it, I know they're trying to help, but when they did that, like, I don't know, I tried to deny it, and I tried to, I kept saying, like, yes, that, that I was doing good, and then I just bust out in tears, um, so, uh, no, no, I appreciated it, but it's just, just me, I would just say yes, and, try and deny it, then I'll be crying. And then another thing is they asked me if I wanted a hug, and anytime they asked me, like, they just want a hug for my dad. <laughs> they just wanted a hug for my dad. <laughs> Another thing I liked more, though, was, like, people at my school, they would hand me tissues or, like, put on my computer, or, I don't know, they just do things that, I, like, I, I see them and try to help me, and it's just, like, the middle, the things that, like, wouldn't remind me of my dad, because the other things they, they did, they did, that stuff would remind me of my dad, made me cry, but, and, but it showed me they appreciated me, but when they did things to show me, they, 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 like, feel bad for me and was trying to help me, but it didn't remind me of my dad. I liked that better. So, like, them giving me a tissue or putting it on my computer, I could tell they're trying to help me through the situation, and it didn't remind me of my dad, so it kind of helped me, like, I don't know, or maybe it didn't help me. Well, it did help me, but it just didn't be, they did make me cry. Like, it just, like, I could tell that they were appreciated. They, like, cared for me, but it didn't remind me of him, so... At the time, maybe you not cry as much. Um, like, not cry at all from that. But it also showed a token of, like, they, they cared about me. Um, then also, like, when people, like, try to, like, for example, soccer and track help me a lot. Because they don't, like, when you're doing sports, you can't think about negative things. Like, you can't, like, you're thinking about the sport. You can't think about negative things. So, I I never stopped soccer for anything like I kept doing my sports and stuff but other things people did was like they paid for fun experiences with my mom and my sister and I so like one person she gave us $50 to go watch a movie or something fun and so that makes me like focus on that like I'm thinking about the movie and not thinking about like the negative things so that stuff like experiences is so important also another thing I just thought about it's like, that brings me back to something I always say. It's like, experiences with people you love are the best investments you can make. And I think everyone should take that away from this podcast episode. Um, So thoughts. I know this is probably not wrong to think, but I don't feel like anyone like understands me except my sister who experienced the same thing. So she like no, mostly knows like all of my thoughts on everything. Um, and she like really understands me. I feel like... Or, Maybe people do understand me, but I don't know. I just feel most open to my sister who experienced the same thing. 
Um, the other thing is, I feel like uh, when other people die, like my cousin actually died like maybe a week before my dad died, and I was sad and things, but I never really understand the loss of a loved one until like it happens to me, and this is like the closest person I was with that has ever died before, so I feel like every time someone else died in my family who maybe I wasn't so close with, I didn't understand the loss as much until it actually happened to me. Um, another thing I did was like I cut off people who I, or friends that I feel like this is probably wrong, but who I feel like didn't really care for me a hundred percent and never told them what happened because I don't know. It just felt like my dad was a very real person, and I just got tired of spending time with people who are not real. But it, I should spend. I felt like with people who are more real, like my dad, instead of like other friends who are not as real. I feel like. Um, uh, another thing about people, I don't know. It's probably wrong too. It's probably just because of what happened, but. I just was more irritated by people even more easily when someone joked about death or, like, talked bad about someone who experienced a similar thing to me. Um, and then I saw this, uh, I like to listen to music. I feel like that's a good, maybe it's not a good therapy thing, but it helped, I don't know. It just felt understood through music things. And so I feel like, and I heard this under a music comment thing, like, under a YouTube music video, which is, like, the saddest part of life is when someone who gave you the best memories becomes a memory. And so I felt that was, I felt, I feel that really, like, I feel that's really true. And so that pretty much sums up everything I want to say about my thoughts on the situation and on the situation. So I hope that this helps you throughout your life for when you experience a situation like this or someone else that you love experiences a situation. And again, I want to thank everyone for their support. I appreciate it a lot. And also, um, thanks for watching the whole time. I see a lot of you guys, Jeremy, Gambler, all of you guys have been here the whole time listening to me, and I appreciate it a lot. Uh, thank you so much. And thank, and that's the end. Uh, thank you so much for all the hearts. I appreciate you guys. It really does mean a lot.